0: Hello, and welcome to Munsei, a K-pop podcast, of course with me, Zia J. This week is just a mini-episode, because even when life is too hectic for me to get a full one out, I want to keep you updated with the latest news and reviews. I was expecting the next week to be very busy, but it suddenly is not, which means that I should have a full episode for you next week. When this happens, when I have time for a full episode that I didn't think I would have, I want to take your suggestions for what I should do it on – So if you want to choose a topic for me to cover, or if you have interview suggestions, let me know on the socials at Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and there's a good chance that I'll do it. But let's get into the news for this week. Cube Entertainment announced the debut details of their new girl group. The group is called Lightsome, and will debut on June 10th with their track Vanilla. There will be eight members, including Han Shouan, who competed on Produce 48. There's been some really strong debuts recently, and definitely more to come, so hopefully Light will be among them. Everglow had their comeback this week, and I'll review that in a minute, but it comes after seven months of little activity. With it, they announced the role of leader will be changing from EU to Xion. While there has been no official reason for the change, the members seem comfortable with it, reassuring fans they will continue to work hard. This isn't the first time that a group has changed leaders without anyone leaving, CLC and Tiara both did it, and I think it often comes down to the fact that leaders are often chosen just because they're the oldest, and when the company or the group realises that someone else is more suited to that role, they change it around. Generally, fans have been happy with the change, although some have said it would have been better to have an official statement from Yuha Entertainment. In some extremely exciting news, Monster X has announced new North American tour dates. The dates are for rescheduled performances after the pandemic put an end to their last tour, and will take place across January and February 2022 in 13 cities. Monster X is, I believe, the first K-pop group to announce international tour dates in the wake of the pandemic, and while I won't be expecting too much here in Australia, I'm super excited for North American mombebys and other K-pop fans to see them. In the future, as more places recover from COVID, I will absolutely be sharing tour announcements on here. I'll wrap up this week's news with a quick congratulations to Seventeen, who had their 6th anniversary this week, and Shiny, who've reached an incredible 13 years together. Shiny in particular is a mainstay in K-pop, and I know this week was pretty emotional for a lot of K-pop fans in general, given what the group has gone through. Hopefully they'll continue as icons for many years. Now, onto this week's comebacks. As I mentioned before, Everglow had their comeback this week with First. A powerful EDM track, First has some really harsh synths overlaid with aggressive electronic percussion. There's some really fun riffs in this song, and the bridge has some beautiful layered vocal harmonies. I do kind of wish this was mixed a little differently to bring their vocals out more, because there is some incredibly strong vocals on this track. There's not really a huge solo moment, but all of them are consistently strong and I think aggressive enough to compete with the musical elements. I also really like the styling in the music video, the kind of tech wear really suits the concept, and I love seeing girl groups get to be a bit more androgynous and wear clothes that seem a bit more comfortable and a bit easier to dance in. GWSN or Gongwon Sonya also came back this week with Like It Hot, GWSN is with the wave music, but this song was written and produced by a solid team including some who've written for a lot of SM artists, and that comes through a bit. A solid but simple instrumental in the verse, a catchy, rhythm-heavy chorus, all overlaid by some really lovely vocals. This isn't anything mind-blowing to me, but it's all really solid. It's also an interesting choice of style at the moment, where a lot of artists are going really upbeat as Korea heads into summer, Like It Hot is more smooth and laid back. Solo artist Gaho released his new track Rush Hour this week. Gaho is known for his chill tracks, and while this is a bit of a departure from that, it does not disappoint. It features chill acoustic verses, but the chorus is an explosion of electric guitars and vocal harmonies. It would have been really easy to keep this as a relaxed track, but I think the guitars really drive it and set it apart from what a lot of artists like this are doing at the moment. There's also some incredible high notes in the last chorus. Just as always, Gaho's vocals are amazing. In fact, Taeho had his solo debut this week with Goma. This is the summer vibe we've been hearing from a lot of artists, but with a substantial helping of funk and jazz. There's a really strong jazz piano in this song over a real funky bass line, and what I believe is a clarinet solo in the chorus. The music video is of the version that features vocals from indie artist Trey Gun, and their vocals sit so well together. It ends on this really fun scat vocal section. I was bobbing my head through this entire song. So I definitely recommend it in general, but specifically if you like the jazzy, funky side of things, absolutely check this out. Seventeen's Mingyu and Wanu released Bittersweet this week, featuring solo artist Lee Hai. Mingyu and Wanu are both rappers, but this track is a gentle R&B vibe with a mix of live guitar and drums, and some fun synth and percussion sounds. Lehigh's soft, high vocals really set off Mingyu and Wanu's lower style of singing, and I was pleased that she features really strongly in this song. The late-night vibes are strong with this one, and they all do that really well. There's some big comebacks happening next week, including Monster X and Mama Moo, which I'll be reviewing, along with the new singles from The Kingdom Participants. As always, if there's an artist you want me to keep an eye on, or a track that you want reviewed, please do let me know. That's all I have for you this week. Like I said, I should have a full episode for you next week. And if you're listening to this in the first couple of days after it comes out, you can still influence what it's on, probably. (laughs) Head over to the socials at Monday Podcast on Instagram and Twitter for that. As always, sharing the show is the biggest way that you can support it right now, either on the socials or by telling people about it. So thank you so much to everyone who already does that. As always, you can find my sources in the show notes, and the card is there for any links as well. This podcast is produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I pay respects to elders past and present. Sovereignty over this land was never ceded. It was stolen, but it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Zia Jay, and I'll catch you next week for the next episode of Munse, a K-pop podcast.